All right, thanks for joining us, everybody. We're live here from the KFBS Digital News Desk. We've got Phil Brown with us here today. He is uh, a professor emeritus with SIU, and he is a, a, a participant and, I believe, organizer with the different jazz appreciation events happening here in April in uh, Carbondale. And so can you tell us, uh, well, first of all, just, just first of all, Phil, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good deal, glad to have you here. Um, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about, about where this comes from, uh, how you all put on these different uh, concerts in, in the month of April? Yeah, well, as an active uh, jazz musician, um, I'm frequently doing uh, performance dates, uh, you know, in clubs or concerts or what have you. And um, But during the month of April, uh, it's been designated the uh, Jazz Appreciation Month by the Smithsonian um, Institution, and that is part of the uh, National Museum of American History in Washington, and they are the ones who um, started the celebration during the month of April. So, um, and they got the idea from there used to be an event, I guess, back in the 1980s uh, in Louisiana, used to celebrate a Jazz Awareness Month. So, um, they just kind of piggybacked on that, and beginning around 2001, I think it is, they started uh, Jazz Appreciation as a national um, celebration of, of jazz during the entire month. And we just, um, I don't know that I always always did it, but um, eventually I began putting out, the, they, they, they do this uh, really wonderful um, poster every year that's uh, often done by Leroy Neiman, who's a very celebrated uh, graphic artist. Um, and I think this this year is no different. I think he, he did this year's, uh, which features Miles Davis. But anyway, I, I began using that poster uh, to create a flyer. So I'd have, you know, vertically, I would have their poster on one on the left side of the page and then on the right side of the page I would list all of the local events, local uh, meaning Carbondale, since that's where I am, uh, but but not necessarily uh, specifically in Carbondale, they could, they could be nearby. And so, you know, from year to year that, uh, you know, sometimes we have many, many events, including the Jazz Ensemble at SIU or their uh, student uh, jazz combo, uh, the New Arts Jazz Tet, which is uh, the faculty group at the university um, in which I perform, and uh, you know anybody else. Uh, so this year we have uh, a couple of things that have already happened. Uh, on uh, Thursday night, there's uh, an event called uh, Jazz on Main, which is uh, at Buckwater. Brew House and or uh, Brew Works and Whiskey House in uh, Carbondale, so um, that has happened. And then yesterday we were doing uh, Jazz Vespers, at, uh, which is a evening prayer service that uh, features features jazz. So That's awesome. And then uh, yeah. yeah, you probably want to highlight some of the things things coming up, but 
For sure. Um, you know, I'm looking there as well at uh, some of those coming up this week at uh, places like uh, PK's in Carbondale um, happening Thursday, April 14th. Can you tell us a little bit more about, uh, about that? Well, uh, that's a group, a uh, couple of these are uh, actually um, former students of mine who started this group and uh, which is wonderful you know that they're they're still around they're still performing jazz pk's is a you know you know it's just one of those iconic venues here in carbondale um not known for jazz uh maybe years ago uh, they had a little more jazz but uh you know, every now and again, you'll you'll get a student group in there, and and that's great. So, and these guys are well past being students; they're they're uh, they're now working uh, professionally as as uh, musicians. So that's um, yeah. And they they do their own kind of uh, brand of jazz. I'll, I guess we'll call it um, so. And the, there are so many different, the, the, the umbrella over jazz is just so all-encompassing, sure. uh, you know, for the, the, we're dealing with a music that's over 100 years old, so, you know, starting with, with uh, uh, Dixieland and into swing and big band and bebop and, you know, so we've got all those styles under the umbrella, so. You know, people can call themselves a jazz group and be be performing, you know, some very different kinds of music. So. Certainly. Absolutely. That's a wonderful, wonderful thing about it. Really an interesting thing about it to see those sorts of styles develop, to see those sorts of oh, ways yeah. of taking that. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Um, I know as well, uh, a week then from Thursday, happening uh, April 20th, uh, Mel Good. Eric Goot, I'm not sure exactly where Goot, Goot yeah. um, and friends at yeah. Jazz on the Main. Can you tell us more about that one? Yeah, that's, uh, I'm, I'm actually one of those friends, so uh, <laughs> I, I play, play bass with that group. Um, before I move on, they're, they're on that original poster, the, the 14th is actually a Friday. It says Thursday, but and I corrected yes. it on subsequent uh mailings but uh yeah it's friday april 14th at pk's not thursday um anyway uh on april 20th uh which is a thursday um and uh mel good and friends performs on the first and third thursday of every month we've been doing that since uh 2021 i believe it is so uh we're coming up uh, actually, we're right at the two-year mark that we've been doing that. Um, so that's a trio, um, piano, bass, drums, and uh, we do a wide variety of things. Uh, we, it's mostly jazz, um, but, you know, we get a little funk and soul in there from time to time. So, And I, I normally I play uh, upright bass. In when I'm playing in groups like the New Arts Jazz Fed or Jazz Vespers, I usually play uh, upright. But uh, on the Buckwater gig, I'm I'm playing electric on that. So we're we just uh, because we do such a variety of, of uh, music. I, I just told Mel, I said, look, I'm not bringing both instruments. Just 
<laughs> pick one and that's that's what I'll go with so uh, we're and and his keyboard is all digital anyway so it's digital keyboard electric bass drums so. yeah um, can you tell us any more about you know the different things that folks can expect from you all as a group you know I imagine you know well we talk about some of that variety uh, do you do any sort of things like improvisation or anything along those lines are you doing standards things things like that yeah, well, jazz, jazz. I think one of the primary definitions of jazz uh, would uh, would be that it's an improvisational music, and uh, and that uh, you know improvisation can be you know a lot or or a little, but you know when we're dealing with standards or um, you know or standard repertoire, we're calling not. Uh, standard is probably an overused word, but uh, you, you talk about the uh, Great American uh, Songbook. Uh, that's what most people think of as standards, sure. uh, and those are tunes that came out of of uh, Broadway or Tin Pan Alley, and were popular tunes that your parents or grandparents uh, probably grew up to. Um, and then there's a thing called jazz standards. So from, say, the big band era forward, which is 1930s, bebop in the 40s, cool jazz in the 50s, um, those are like jazz standards. So, um, and all, you know, all whether either kind of standard is going to involve uh, improvisation if it's a jazz uh, rendition, I guess, and you know how that works is the you know you have the the tune, what we call the head, and that's the the melody. You hear the melody and its chord progression uh, stated uh, either usually either once or twice, and then you keep that structure that the form of the tune uh, over which all of the um, each, each soloist just, uh, plays over those those harmonic changes, and then once they're done, then we come back to the head and we play that out to the to the end. So that's kind of that's kind of the structure of uh, of a jazz tune. All right, wonderful, absolutely. That's a that's good stuff. I'm got a, a little bit of a jazz lesson here, and I'm <laughs> very, very glad to glad to have well, it. Um, and, and learn more about this as well. And uh, I imagine that, uh, you know, folks folks that come out to these sorts of events, um, you know, it, it, it seems as though, how do you feel about the, the scene of, you know, jazz within, you know, our heartland regions, um, you know, specifically when it comes to having something like this where you can call attention to it in the month of April? Yeah, uh, well, this is, um I mean, we obviously enjoy, you know, the opportunities to to play this music. Um, they, I, I guess, overall, they're they're kind of diminishing. From you know, I, I came to Southern Illinois in 1991, so I've been here a while, um, and it was a, probably a more vibrant. Uh, I have to say, it was a more vibrant scene back then, but. Uh, because jazz is part of the curriculum at SIU, um, you know, uh, that became 
you know, kind of an easy venue for doing certain kinds of presentations, either with the faculty group or with student groups. Um, and then everything else kind of branched out from from there. Um, and it's nice to have, you know, it's nice to have a month to to celebrate this music. Uh, it's it's a, a purely, you know, it's a truly American product um, that's really revered worldwide. You know, it's it's not that there aren't other countries in which jazz is played, but you know, it, it all started here. So that's that's kind of the neat thing, and uh, has evolved over. You know, the hundred plus years, and uh, and while it may not be thriving, I, I think the market share, the market share for jazz is, you know, especially when it comes to uh, recording. You know, if you're whether you're buying old old media like CDs or whatever, everybody's streaming now. You know, it's it's a very small market share. It's just that and classical music. Probably each have somewhere around one one to three percent of the market share. So that's it's a in a way it, it can be can you know it's it's not dead and I don't think it's dying, but it is not the thing that uh, you know people rush out to to hear. So. Sure, sure. And that's that's okay. You yeah. Know? Certainly, certainly. Um, Anything else that people need to know today about the events? Anything uh, coming up that uh, needs to be mentioned well, before I we think, go? Yeah, yeah, along with the uh, Jazz Appreciation Month, um, there was an International Jazz Day, which was created by uh, UNESCO. That's the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural uh, Organization. Um, UNESCO is a lot easier to say, but uh, International Jazz Day is April 30th. And when I put out the flyer, um, we did not have an event scheduled. And I can't say that we have one scheduled now, unfortunately, but I am um, hopeful. We're, we're working on trying to have an event that day. April 30th this year falls on Sunday. So um, you'll just have to to tune in, stay tuned in, and uh, yeah. and I'll certainly let you know uh, if that that happens, so we can uh, amend the amend the schedule. But we're we're hoping to have that, and that may uh, what we've discussed is having something more of a jam session where you know we'll have a core group like the trio we use at Buckwater, but uh, we'll invite you know uh, various people who want to participate to to come and and play with us you know and it'll you know probably go on for a couple of three hours so sure. but I'll, i i will keep you updated on that absolutely absolutely so everyone stay tuned more to come on on that uh, perhaps and uh, we've got philip brown with us today thank you so much for being with us today philip we appreciate you okay it's such a pleasure and i, I appreciate your uh, asking me to our audience as well, appreciate you all tuning in uh, to this conversation, Jazz Appreciation Month, here uh, in, in Carbondale, and uh, you can check that out, uh, more about that. Um, and we, we have uh, Philip Brown with us. He's a professor emeritus with SIU. And again, thank you all for watching. Appreciate you all tuning in. We're going to turn it back over to Local News Live for now. Stick around.